Hale Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hale Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hale Varsity Radio. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Now, Vegas insider, senior handicapper, and fan of the cold Budweiser bottles, Brian Edwards. It's got to be touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. Brian Edwards. I don't really love it. Brian Edwards. Were they using the cream cheese to butter the bagel? Brian Edwards. I'm going with the cowgirl. Here is Brian Edwards. All right, before we get to B. Edwards here as we wrap up hour number two on Herd at Sports Radio, if you uh, want to go see the Omaha Supernovas on Sunday, I'll be there. You can go check them out. Give us a call right now. First person to call Shano, 888-638-4876. We'll get tickets to the Omaha Supernovas on Sunday. Give Shano a call, 888-638-4876 on the Warhorse Sportsbook Hotline. And you will get tickets if you're the first person to call to the Omaha Supernovas on Sunday. Speaking of Warhorse, if you want to place any of these bets that B. Edwards is about to give you, make sure you get out to the Warhorse Sportsbook in Lincoln or the Horseman's Park uh, kiosks in Omaha, 6303 Q Street. Warhorse Sportsbook is the best place to place your bets in the state of nebraska you can place straight bets parlays live in-game bets props all almost every major sporting event is accepted at warhorse sportsbook no bets no glory joining us now on that warhorse sportsbook hotline is b edwards what's going on man what's up gentlemen how we doing damon congrats on your son i appreciate that Thank you. I, see, you and I, I'm, I'm like your government. You can't ever quite get rid of me. <laughs> I'll, I'll always, I'll always kind of resurface. I mean, we're going on double-digit years, and I'm back. I like it. I like. Is he, uh, is he early enrolled, or is he still play? Does he play high school? Yeah. So he's, he's, he really could have graduated, um, but he, he's going to try to. See if they can win a state championship. So he's but, a hooper. Yeah, it and hoops. yeah, yes. he's, he's and he's okay. So they uh, they sent his workouts um, last week. So we'll he'll get cranked. He'll still be in school technically, but we'll he'll start working out as soon as the season's over the second week in March. And what what's that drive from Omaha to, to Lincoln? From my house to that to the locker room is thirty eight minutes. Not, I didn't know it was that close. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of on the skirts right by the interstate, and uh, it's it's about 38 minutes yeah, door, to, door to door. Oh wow! I, I was thinking it was at least hour, hour and a half or so. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it it really is. So I uh, we're we're excited. Good deal. B, as we get into some picks this week, uh, you know you've got I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to the one that that sticks out to me the most. You got my Golden State Warriors on there at Utah. I'll be honest, I, I've had a really hard time getting a feel on this Golden State team, although they are playing better as of late. Um, what do you like there with Golden State as a two-point favorite on the road? 
Well, uh, both of these teams have been pretty good to me. Um, I, I was kind of a, a fade of Golden State a good, de- a decent amount early in the year. And then lately, they've been awesome to me, except for last night. And mm-hmm. they had an 11-point lead going to the fourth quarter and uh, let it get away. But I'll go right back to them. Uh, now, I had been backing Utah a ton, uh, but they have slumped here lately. Uh, now, both teams in a back-to-back spot. But Utah is two and six, uh, both straight up and against the spread in their last eight, really struggling all of a sudden. Um, whereas uh, before last night's fourth quarter collapse, Golden State had won five in a row, both straight up and against the spread. They had won seven of eight, both straight up and against the spread, with the only loss in overtime. And uh, of those seven wins, uh, five had been by double digit margins they've dominated the jazz in recent years eight and two straight up eight one and one against the spread in the last 10 so i'm gonna do golden state uh, minus two now i I wouldn't make a big investment like early in the day i I mean i'm not saying it's a big investment period anyway but especially like you know being in a back-to-back i I mean i'm pretty sure i'm almost certain steph will play but you know maybe clay would get downgraded so maybe keeping an eye keep an eye on that but um it, it, nothing. Even if Clay got downgraded, I, I still like it. Um, but you know, being a back-to-back, you never know. Hey, B, how long has it taken you to kind of adjust to the fact that winning on the road has been so difficult? Whether it's it's top twenty-five versus non-ranked or whatever. I mean, winning on the road is is has been brutal. Does the does the does the data reflect that when you're looking at these games? Yeah, especially early in the year. Now. You know, uh, there have been some teams that have, um, you know, broken out on the road a little bit. Like, you know, like I had Richmond last night. They were undefeated with only one non-covered home all year, but they got beat at home. So I, I feel like the road teams are, are starting to, you know, get, in, get some wins uh, here later in the year. But, yeah, in January and early February, it was like, you know, home dogs were just on insane runs um and you know a lot of the uh ranked teams going to unranked for getting beat but I, I feel like some road teams have been stepping up here the last week or two yeah a couple tricky ones here as vegas is trying to adjust with boo booey and company northwestern mm-hmm. going to rutgers rutgers is hard to get a gauge on i mean significantly uh worse record but they are at home and a decent size fave four four and a half uh, okay, well, I an hour or so ago, I was looking at three and a half. Um, yeah, I, four and a half. I think that it's up to four and a half. I've see, I'm seeing yeah. some fours at like okay. 108. There's okay. a four and a half at like well, 105. It's, it's, it's creeping interesting. up there. It's, it's creeping interesting. Up yeah, I, I would not want to go all the way to four and a half. As long as it's four or fewer, I like Rutgers. Now, not an ideal year for Rutgers, but still pretty tough at the rack. Ten and three, yeah. straight up. Eight and five against the spread. Northwestern just lost one of their better players, uh, Ty Berry, out for the season. Torres meniscus, uh, actually against Nebraska uh, last week, um, and he was their top three-point shooter, uh, top free-throw shooter. Uh, fourth leading scorer, so they're down to basically a seven-man rotation. And the Scarlet Knights um, playing some of their best hoops. They've won three in a row, both straight up and against the spread. Uh, it beat uh, Wisconsin by 22 at the rack uh, uh, this past weekend. So again, I would not go higher than four, but at four or fewer, I'm going to go uh, Rutgers here uh, at home. We're talking with Brian Edwards, our Vegas insider. B. 
you know, the, the lines aren't out quite yet for Nebraska Ball's game on Saturday against Penn State, but you're thinking they're going to be, what, about minus seven? Is that the number you like them up to? Yes. Uh, Nebraska uh, has been really good to me at home. Um, just watched Penn State struggle against Northwestern this past Sunday afternoon. Uh, Penn State had, had had stepped up and had some pretty good games before that. But Nebraska, uh, I know urgency doesn't always translate into success, but you know Nebraska still still needs to pad that resume with some good wins. Uh, certainly a, a bubble team right now, um, and uh, they've just been automatic at home all year and you know a, a good good deal of you know double digit wins as well so uh seven or fewer i would like nebraska and i you know if you like a money line parlay on a big saturday card uh regardless of what the number is i would like nebraska on the money line in a parlay i wouldn't want to like lay minus 400 what about the jays with the that house room, of room, horrors room, called room. hinkle yeah <laughs> Rumors swirling. Where's Max' next potential destination? Is he staying home? Like, that's a that's a tricky one. Butler dealt them fits on the road. Now they go home. What what do you think here with the Jays tentatively? Yeah, they're gonna be a short favorite. Um, I would probably lean Creighton, but Butler has been playing pretty pretty pesky here lately. Um, I, you know, if it were three or more, I, I wouldn't do it. Uh, two or less, I would, I would lean Creighton, but um, it wouldn't be a, a big play because Butler's playing pretty good ball. What are you talking about? Have you heard uh, McDermott uh, rumors to uh, um, Ohio State? Is that what you were referencing? There? Oh yeah, oh, I yeah. think I think there's a lot. I think depending on what Does happens, he have history it, there. Well, they they courted him in 2017. 2017, and it got pretty serious and... then. The former Nebraska president, Ted Carter, Ted Carter is, at, is now Ohio's. at Ohio State. So they're very familiar with each other. And he's got a senior-laden team. I'm curious to see what happens with Arizona State. They, that's the To me, they, they strike me as a little bit of a dark horse, too. So we'll see what happens in, in Tempe. Yeah, it seems like Hurley is probably. Borrowed time, right? That, yeah, that like, roster always seems better year. than how they play. <laughs> I know he had 22 I, guards a year ago, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I, back to Creighton, I, I think they're worth a, a future play. Um, actually, I got a little bit of them at 60 to one last Ooh. week. I, I saw 45 to one at FanDuel. I mean, we, we you know, it's mostly the same team. I, I know Nimhart's gone, and there's a few different pieces, but um, they're very capable, I think, of getting hot. Uh, what do you, you like anything this weekend for UFC? You got Powell's a, a huge dog. He's plus two hundred, and you got Volkanovski, kind of you know his yeah. natural weight. That that's going to be a doozy. Yeah, man. I I, uh, I I don't go against Volk, but man, I love this Taporia kid in general. Um, went over to Jacksonville and watched him put it on Emmett, and um, I man, he's I getting know. a lot of backing. What is he's like? Is it Volk's only a slight fave, right? Well, I mean, the uh, earlier in the week it was like minus one twenty. I, I, last night it was Volk minus one thirty. But I mean, obviously he's getting well, Tapori is getting a ton of respect from the market and odds makers. He's been through so many hard fights, Volk. Yeah, I know, and it's coming back pretty quick off the knockout. 
It's, that's a tough one. I, I really want to watch weigh-ins and the presser because what's Costa going to do with his weight? And look, Jeff Neal looked great against Shavkat. I know he lost, but this is Gary's toughest test. And and it's good money, good plus money on Neal. Like plus 190? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm tempted on Jeff Neal. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see him. I want to see the height difference too. I want to see their face off, and who knows on Mirab and uh, and Cejudo. I mean, talk about great ground games. Yeah. So I really have nothing right now. I, I want to see weigh-ins and the pressers, and so I, I'm kind of low on picks today, guys. I, I will throw out that I think FAU is still worth a future play at seventy-five to one. Just some small change. I mean. They're not covering a lot, but they're they're still mostly winning, and it's that same team that lost at the buzzer in the Final Four. I think they can get hot again. Yep. That's Brian Edwards, brianedwardsports.com, vegasinsider, majorwager.com. B, we appreciate your time as always. Catch up with you next week. Thanks, B. Yes. Sorry not more picks today. No, you're good. All good. All good. Hail Varsity Radio, every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. On Thursday, show from counterread.com, Brandon Vogel, former Colorado football head coach Gary Barnett, and staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman, that and more. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.